Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy tools and analysis. Seriously, we've been talking about HashtagBasketball.com for a very long time. I just, I don't know what you're waiting for. This is, you've either, if you're a new listener, maybe you've never heard of them, you get a pass. But the rest of you, you don't go to hashtagbestball.com if you haven't already. I'm your host, Mike Katrin. And joining me, as always, is my co host, Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler? Hi, cool. Another good day, I suppose. Yo, the NBA, I almost, I don't know. I feel like NBA is in like, I kind of feel like they're in full swing. It could be, it could be because the Chicago Bulls are 4 and 0 and a team of destiny. I think that could be why I'm feeling good about the NBA right now. Well, this week they finally have to play a real team, Michael. So we'll see how it goes down. We will see on Joakim Noah Appreciation Night if the Bulls can take down the Knicks. I think there's going to be a lot of lot of love, a lot of love in the air. Uh, first off, fans are excited about this team. They're four and zero. They're going against the Knicks. Joakim Noah is going to be there. Tibbs is going to be there. Rose is going to be there. Tosh Gibson is going to be there. I bet you Luol Deng might even show up. It's going to be good vibes in the United Center this Thursday. I would think so. And then I think that's kind of the start of a, a little tough stretch there for the Bulls. So we're going to learn a lot about the Bulls over the next week or so. Absolutely. I think so. I think we're going to learn actually a lot about a lot of teams because either, you know, you look at Portland, bad start. Are they really that bad? Uh, you look at some of these teams that we thought were terrible like, you know, Detroit or Cleveland, they're beating decent teams. There's too much, you know, small sample size theater going on here. I think over the next week or so, we're not only going to get a better idea of who these teams are, but the rotations they want to play and probably a better idea of, of players we're kind of either on or off of whether or not we are right if we're making the proper assessments uh, just because we're getting a larger sample size and i think this is the waiver wire episode we usually just talk about uh who to pick up off the waiver wire uh maybe just you know what 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 are the popular waiver wire players whether or not we like them whether how we feel about uh, what the masses are picking up but i wanted to start tyler with a few questions about maybe guys you are really into or guys you are concerned about and uh, i have a concern about kimba walker and his minutes right now. There's something suspect about the amount of time Kimba Walker's playing in these games. I think we knew they were going to split those minutes some between him and Derrick Rose, and I think maybe we've seen Rose play a little bit more than we expected and Kimba play a little bit less, but I don't know that I'm super shocked by his minutes. Uh, I mean... I I would say I am. I am shocked that Kimball Walker is down at 25.5 minutes a game, that they are exactly splitting 25 minutes rows, 25 minutes Kimball Walker. I think the uh, the the kind of the, the vibe going into this is that someone who played about 32 minutes a game last season would play at least 30 minutes a game. Um, I, I just don't know if it is Tibbs, being tips or if there's something else going on here because um Kimba Walker's taken eight shots a game. He's not 
getting assists. Small sample size theater, right? But I'm concerned about, you know, it, it, is he playing with an injury? Like, what's going on here? I don't know. I'm just getting bad vibes from Kimba Walker. Well, I mean, clearly there had to have been something, I think, not good about those medicals when we talk about the Thunder just cutting him. Like, wasn't he the perfect player for the Thunder to do what they did with numerous other players where they just kind of rebuild your value and then trade you off um, for draft picks? I'll also say this, too, that he played 35 minutes against the, uh, against the Celtics. True. Now that, that game went to double overtime, right? Um, and then he played... Yeah, that was a double overtime game, and then he played 22 minutes in 19. Yeah, but th- that was a 25-point game, so I'm throwing that one out too. 19 against a, – a loss against Orlando, 19 minutes. No no fouls. Yeah, now, see, I didn't see a lot of this game, so maybe you did, but it looks like the Magic just kind of really stormed back in that fourth quarter. I mean, they had – they outscored the Knicks by 12 in that fourth quarter and one by six. So it seems like they just really got hot in the fourth. And I don't know why Kemba wasn't out there. Um, I'm certainly not dropping him, but I'm also, I don't feel comfortable in buying low here. I'm with you on that. I mean, I also also feel like they just have options, right? Like they can play Alec Burks. They can play Obi Toppin or they can play Emmanuel quickly. Like they just have some guards, RJ Barrett, Evan Fournier, like, they have some guards that they can kind of just stick out there and run some strange lineups because we know Julius Randle can handle the ball a little bit. And RJ Barrett's looked a little better handling the ball this year. Has have Derek Rose. So they don't necessarily need Kemba to play a ton. That's true. And that's why I'm a little I'm getting bad vibes. I'm feeling a little sus about Kemba Walker. Tyler, is anyone who, who you, uh, you don't have to feel bad about a guy. You can feel good about a guy who's someone that's caught your eye in the last, you know, three to four days. That's a good question. Um, let's see. I think a lot of guys have kind of caught my eyes, but this is a guy I wanted to talk to you about, and that's Nikola Vucevic for the Bulls. Okay. I feel like Vuce has been playing good. I mean, he's getting double-double every game, but a little subpar with the shooting. Um, I will not profess to have seen every second of the Bulls like you have. So True. I'm wondering if anything, any of your thoughts have changed about Vooch. I mean, he's the, still the 41st ranked player and a lot of it is just bad shooting, but um, any small or large takeaways from the Bulls first four games? They are sharing the ball and the, like kind of like the playmaking a lot more than I thought they would. You know, they obviously came out early and said Lonzo ball, would be the the point guard and I guess he's starting at you know point guard or whatever but DeMar DeRozan brings the, the ball at the court a lot Zach Levine is still playmaking at, at a decent level Vujovic is um I think in this particular spiel as someone who's used to kind of being the focal point of the entire offense for most of his career he's not and I think he's a little bit lost in that uh, you can kind of see that against the Raptors. He made a lot of, uh, I would say, semi-poor decisions down the stretch that allowed the Raptors to come back into it. But I would say they were all kind of not running plays. So they, I think they were all kind of to blame there. And who's the most calming presence, the the, the clutch presence in this group is DeMar DeRozan. A lot of people were saying he's going to be the odd man out. And in fact, he, I think he's f- thriving in the role that he plays uh, for for the Bulls. I would say... Um, the most value 
what is going to be DeMar DeRozan. Well, I think Vujovic will figure it out, but is 11th, 12th, 13th, like something his usual finish that he, that he, he, he typically gets at the end of the year in play. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think the scoring is going to be there. Yeah. And so that's kind of my worry there. And I was a little bit worried about him in the preseason, just picked a couple guys over him. We talked about this, like Bam or maybe Rudy Gobert, someone like that. Like, I just feel like Vooch maybe doesn't get the big piece of the pie. And a lot of it is, I think too, he just he doesn't really create many of his own shots, like off the dribble. Right. So the nope. other guys can, and so they just get more opportunities to do it. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I'm not, you know, I would, I would buy, buy low if you think someone considers him, quote unquote, a bust, right? But I'm not, I'm not really giving anybody of like second or maybe not even third round value uh, for Vooch. He's probably going to be a solid upper third round value by the end, you know, when it's all said and done. Yeah, I still think he's probably a top 30 player. I just don't think he's a top 15 player. Shout out to Lonzo though, for averaging two steals and two blocks right now in three games. In four games. Lonzo's look really good on defense. And- Dude, the defense looks fantastic. And Lonzo kind of like looks like a co- like a cocky asshole when he's playing defense, and I love it. He just looks like, yeah, do something. It looks like he's just a step ahead of everybody else, and it's really it's fun to watch, actually. Uh, no comment on that. <laughs> also, shout out my, uh, hey, take a last pick on Alex Caruso, who is currently, I believe, per – Per game. You're just happy he's getting MVP chance at the United Center. Damn Columbus. right he is. We don't the people in Chicago are in a good mood, Tyler. Alex Caruso per game right now, nine cat, 53rd overall, 3.3 steals a game. Uh, obviously not scoring a whole lot, but that's not what you were picking him up for. As as a last pick in the draft, I'm just gonna say one, I was right, and two, I'm on track for uh Lonzo better than Lamelo and Miles Bridges better than Mikel Bridges. Miles Bridges is having a hell of a beginning of the season. And it's, you know, it's obviously one of those kind of like, yeah, he's overperforming. You're you not on track on the Lamello over Lonzo. Lamello oh, yes, is, is not good. I'm just Lamello, joking. Lamello's Lamello great. Is the, the 10th ranked player so far in fantasy. No, he's, o- he's, overperform- he's overperforming. Well, he's certainly overperforming. I mean, he's not shooting 47% or hitting four threes a game. Yeah, Lamelo's great. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, Lamelo is absolutely fantastic. He's not bad at all. He's but it's 14th uh, against 10th, so you're they're both right there. If that That's makes what you I'm feel saying. That is what I'm saying. Miles Bridges uh, having a crazy start to the season. Uh, obviously, he's not going to be the eighth ranked player, top 10, top 20, maybe. Uh, I would assume he's not going to finish in the top 25. But I'm not like trying to move him right now because chances are you drafted him in that you know 80 plus and i know some people reached for him i was telling people to reach for him right um that 75 plus 80 plus range i think you're gonna get back a top 50 top 40 value like this was my uh lean-in sleeper this year and uh it's it's very early and sometimes these these hot starts completely fall off, right? But I don't know his role on the team, look, a role that we weren't sure about, looks more like surprisingly solid than I thought. Getting a lot more shots than I thought he was going to get. Like if you told me he was shooting seventeen times a game, seventeen and a half times a game through their first four games, I'd have been like, nah, I don't, I don't think that's real. 
yeah, it doesn't doesn't make any sense that he's taking 17 shots a game. And but again, he, he's who the, else the that a lot of a lot of guys break out. Like he's 23. Like, could this just be the year that he finds it and he breaks out? I mean, it's possible. Um, the guys that we've seen not taking shots, right, are are probably going to get more shots, you gotta think. Yeah, like definitely. Like Gordon Hayward's shots are down a, a touch. You gotta feel like he's probably gonna get a few more shots. I guess Mason Plumley maybe helps him in this thing because Mason Plumley's not really gonna take any shots, right? And Kelly Ubre is not a big time shooter, so I, I guess maybe those guys getting minutes helps uh, Bridges take more shots. And and Lamelo talked about about Lamelo, like he's not a huge scorer. Yeah, that was the kind of the concern that we had about him being as good as every like a second like a you know a definite second round player was that can this guy score and right now he's he's shooting 47 percent hitting four threes a game right um that's an outlier i i think you know four games small sample size but uh he's not like Lamelo's not gonna take 23 uh shots a game like john moran well and, and let's say this about the, the Hornet schedule so far. They played the Pacers, who are still figuring things out with yeah. the new head coach. They played the Cavs, who are not that great. Not a good defensive team. They played Brooklyn, who's still figuring things out. And they played Boston, who has a new head coach and is still figuring things out. So it's been a a fairly friendly schedule, despite some of those teams looking like, you know, strong playoff teams, perhaps is they're all still kind of trying to figure themselves out where the Hornets, yeah, they, they added uh, Plumlee, but they're relatively kind of a similar team to last year. And we've got a lot of continuity that at Oubre and, but I just feel like they're, they're clicking a little bit more than some of these other teams and well, they're three and one, but I'm not sure that I'm buying them as like this team is going to definitely be in the playoffs. Yeah. I think they're definitely improved. They're definitely pretty good uh, but you know you know who's i think is good is indiana like indiana's lost some real nail biters here indiana front. their first three games all went to overtime and they lost every one right? yeah pretty much they lost by only a couple points there the first few games um i think carlisle's just going to get a lot out of that group we talked about that at the preseason like if you're telling me what team that wasn't in the top six last year is in the top six indiana might have been my pick in the east just i feel like Carlisle always seems to get a lot out of his teams. If they can get healthy, yes. Like, I, I think Sabonis is um, – I don't think Sabonis is quote-unquote playing out of his mind right now. I think this is, you know, just the next step in Sabonis' um, progression right now. But I, yeah. I, I, like, I like the pace. Here's a team I want to ask you about. Okay. Uh, the Denver Nuggets. All right. What's, what's What about them? <laughs> well, I feel like – Am I supposed to be um, watching Nuggets games? Like, I don't want to watch. Been, been a pretty big disappointment, right? And my really, is playing really poorly right now. He's shooting about 38% um, by low because I still think he's. Yeah, but he's not fine. getting the shots either. That's the weird part. That I, How many shots would you say he's getting a game? Are you looking at this? Um, I've, I've already taken a look. For some reason, it's 11, and it should be closer to like 20. And that's it. It's like we're just feeding the ball to Jokic. And I mean, Will Barton's taking 12. Will Barton's taking more shots than him, which I mean, not he's good. only on. That's not what you want. But he's only owning 67% of leagues. And we've seen Will Barton kind of be a standard league ish type guy before. So if you want to pick Will Barton up, great. Do it. 
But like the rest of this team isn't great. Something's not vibing right. You know what I mean? Like Jokic looks bad. And Jokic is not bad. Like 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 Jokic looks I'm I'm talking about not statistically. I'm talking about when you watch him play live. Um something looks off. Um and I I don't know what that is. I don't know if it is just the loss of Murray, maybe he's playing himself back into shape. Um, Jokic is still going to be my pick for probably number one finish overall this season because he's going to have to eventually start carrying this team. And he is like he's scoring like 28 points a game, getting tons of rebounds. But I don't know. It's, it's for some reason, it doesn't seem like this team has figured out how to play around him, which is surprising because this team did play around him last year. Yeah, the, the problem is, and I think I maybe said this in the preseason is like, where do they get the points from? And everyone's going, oh, well, Michael Porter is going to score 20 a night. And I'm like, Michael Porter is still really young, man. And he's, as much as we want to say that he's proven, like. He's not. He's definitely not. And he's got a pretty significant injury history. That is is true. So. He's also not vaccinated, I don't think. So it's got a lot of question marks. Uh, yeah, and and we won't we don't maybe necessarily need to hash that too much, but yeah, I'm just I'm interested to uh, the Nuggets. So surprisingly, maybe or maybe unsurprisingly, I don't know. The Nuggets are a team I'm watching kind of closely this week. Just trying to see what their vibe is. They play Utah and Dallas, then they play Minnesota on Saturday. Then they have two straight in Memphis uh, at the beginning of next week. I, I'm trying to see. Should we buy low on Porter Jr.? I think is so. Martin Real. Maybe is there anything else in this team? Are they really gonna have like two, maybe three fantasy relevant guys, and that's it? Well, Murray comes is back? Bones Highland gonna start playing 28, 30 minutes? Because if he does, I as I said preseason, I kind of think Bones Island at 30 minutes a game is someone I want to roster. Yeah, we just haven't seen him get any. I mean, we yeah. really haven't seen him play much at all. So He's only played one. He only played in one game. He like did not play in the in the first two games. So uh, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on Bones because I don't think they're enjoying the Composo experiment. And I obviously it's not whatever they're doing right now isn't working, right? And so something good against has the to Suns in that first game, which is the only game that I saw. They they did not. I mean, they barely beat the Spurs, and then they lost to the Cavs on Monday night. Um, and now they play Utah today when we're recording this on Tuesday, a second night of a back-to-back. I don't think that's um, going to go very well. Yeah, so they're just they're where, a team. Where, where's my phone? Some, I need to take the uh, I need to take the uh, spread on the game. I'll be right back. They're just been a surprising team to me, is in the sense that like they're just not looking very good at this moment. And so, they're not. They're not looking that good. Well, let's let's move on to what the unwashed masses are doing, Tyler. Let's go look at the transaction trends going on on yahoo let's see who the who these uh these filthy yahoo fancy players such as myself hooligans the the, the yahooligans who they've been picking up over the last few days who are who's leading the uh, the pickups and the drops i kind of like to uh, talk about the drops as well and number one on this list and i uh, and i hate i hate the fact that this is number one number one for two days straight carmelo's anthony why well apparently he had 28 points against memphis and hit six threes 
and had two blocks and a steal and played 28 minutes because no one's playing on the Lakers because the Lakers aren't very good. Oh, uh, what what are people doing right now? What's happening? I mean, Melo is a fine kind of like in a standard league point streamer, I guess. It's like he's going to hit you some threes, but yeah, I mean, he doesn't offer any steals or really any blocks or any assists or any rebounds. Like what I, your guess is as good as mine, Mike. Why would you want Carmelo? I have no idea. I actually uh, picked up Carmelo for a stream over the week. Yeah. I think when they played Memphis okay. on Sunday, because I needed some points and I'm like, uh, well, Melo can probably get me like somewhere around 15. Yeah. 14, 15. Yeah. You got the U28. That's pretty nice. It's probably what you needed, but uh, yeah, if this is a streaming ad, sure. Um, I would expect Carmelo to lead drops within, within this week as well. Probably fair to say. Uh, the other uh, name on here that stands out to me for pickups is Cam Reddish, uh, a guy that we talked about last week in, in, in our opening um, watching the boxes segment on twitch.tv slash watching the boxes, uh, something we're going to rerun here, uh, I think on Wednesday, is that Cam Reddish kind of looks like he's taking a bit of a leap here. And he's... Right now, playing good minutes. Uh, I think what Hunter is uh, out with a uh, with illness, so you know he'll be out for a little while. But like Cameron looks kind of like the guy off the bench here, and he's playing like 20, a solid twenty, almost twenty eight minutes a game. Um, he looks good. Now, what what does he do for you? Well, I mean, he scores, he hits threes, he gets okay rebounds, and he can get a steal. Not much else, but that's a you know potentially at 28, 30 minutes a game, that could technically be a top 100 player. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of Phantom's game. I just think he's going to be good over the course of the season because you mentioned it. Like, you just you could just watch the game and see that there's some talent there and some skill, and he was a high pick. And I also think he's, like, the steals are probably pretty real. There's not going to be much assist, but, like, points, threes, and steals, okay rebounds, I'll, I'm in for that. Yes. And I think this is a guy you, you pick up, you hold on to um, just because I think the, the playing time is there, the rules there. And we could be witnessing a guy who actually works his way into the starting lineup. Yeah, it's a deep team. So, I mean, it's going to be, be hard, but he could it's do not it. going to be easy to get minutes. But again, like he's getting them. And here's the other thing, too. If someone goes down there, like you mentioned, you know, Hunter's going to miss a couple games here. Like you got to feel like Reddish is first in line for a bigger role. Yes, I agree. Let's talk about some of the drops here. And I know I actually sometimes think the drops more interesting. PJ Washington is coming off a lot of boards. It looks like here, and it it, it does seem like he is uh, he is ha, has uh, an injury. So that's kind of fair that people are dropping him. But even before they dropped him, you know, getting about twenty four minutes a game, not doing much for you yeah, and, and just not a big he's not a big per minute producer right like he's a guy who needs a really consistent like 30 minutes a night to get you kind of that across the board line that he's going to offer you so yeah. we're talking 22 minutes or 23 minutes like that's a big difference and yeah he's missed a lot of shots like in the early going but just it's going to be really hard for him to have standard league value in 23 minutes a game and now then i wonder if 
you know, this, this, this right knee problem that he's had since the beginning of the season, you know, and now obviously he's sitting um, one that's great for miles bridges, but like, you know, let's say PJ Washington comes finally comes back. He's very, like, he's incredibly healthy. Does that eat into miles bridges minutes or Plumlee's minutes? Probably more so Plumlee, but um, yeah, like, I don't know. I think Plumlee's a good kind of just fit on that team. Yeah. Maybe even a better fit than PJ Washington, just because yeah. like, I'm not Plumlee's, sure Washington's going to get more than 26 minutes. You know what I mean? But, and Plumlee's just good at basketball. Like he just, he can do a lot of little things that other people don't do. And then we don't even always show up in the stat sheet. Right. They're just good, solid stuff. All right. You're not going to be happy about this next uh, number one drop. Well, not number one drop, I guess. Number two drop. Next From number one, two drop. The one, next two, number one. Drop. I'm dropping an album here in a little bit, and that's going to be the beginning of it. Um, your boy, Terrence Ross, is being uh, ushered to the waiver wire in uh, a perhaps lot a moment too soon, Michael. Uh, potentially, but for some reason, against the Heat, he didn't attempt one shot. Yeah, but he just had twenty-two points. The, the the first night of that back to back, yeah, that's um that's weird, right? Yeah, that game against the Heat just was weird. <laughs> it was just weird in general. Yeah, uh, that's that's fair. Um, I mean, the Heat kind of blitz the Heat kind of blitzed them early, and it was kind of a a little bit of a, a blowout for a lot of it. And well, also that was. Oh no, that wasn't the game. Yeah, that was the game. Cole Anthony. Sorry, kinda... he didn't make a shot. He definitely he, he, he took seven. He, he took seven shots. He didn't make a shot. But again, like I think they just it was kind of a blowout. They went early to some younger guys, and like Cole Anthony was the only person on the team who played more than thirty minutes in that game. Like it was just that's fair. It was a throwout game for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's coming off the bench. He's not starting, which is I think is to me uh, not what I expected. And he certainly got enough minutes to be relevant against the Knicks, but that's because he was playing well. So is the coach kind of just saying like, oh, yeah, if you're hot, I'm going to leave you in. If you're not, you're going to play like 25 minutes because that's just someone I can't I can't keep on my roster. I, I don't think it's that. I think the plan is to play him what he played in that Knicks game. But look at the, the point differential in the other three games. That's fair. The Spurs beat them by 26. Huge blowouts. The Knicks beat them by 25, and the Heat beat them by 17. Yes. So I think you don't play a 30-year-old guy at the end of a game when you're losing by 25 points. That's fair. So I think, you know, if you now, are seeing you, him on your waiver wire, are you picking him up then? Well, here's, so here's what you could say, right? Well, they're the Magic. They're going to get killed by a lot of teams. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's fair. They are going to get killed by a lot of teams. But – it, this is for me, it's a situational thing. I do like Terrence Ross. I think you're going to look up at the end of the season and Terrence Ross could probably be a top 100 player. Okay. The, the thing is, that. he's going to be a points and threes guy. Like, you're not going to get a ton of anything else from him. So, yeah, best case scenario, that, he's like, you know, the 80th ranked player. And the worst case scenario, he's probably like the 120th ranked player. Right. He's going to be points, threes, and a steal. Steal a game. Great. If you need that, great. If you don't, okay. That's the way I'm looking at it. Like, if, if you don't you want to leave him on your way, I'll leave him on your wire. Like, that's fine. Right? Yeah. I think that's perfectly fine. Um, I was uh, mistaken about B. Elitza's, um six-man coming off the bench, uh, getting finicky with uh, the Golden State Warriors. It looks like 
they're just going to use him in weird situations, and that's what's going to happen with Golden State Warriors. Never mind. Uh, obviously, you should have dropped him already, but a lot of people did drop him. So honorable mention to that. Uh, I think it was worth the flyer. I think Bielitsa in 28 minutes is actually a fan, is, is a fancy relevant player. Um, but here's a guy that uh, I've been talking about, Precious Achua. Basically averaging a double-double right now. Um, definitely a great rebound streamer here. I, I, I think his, his, he solidified himself in, in, in Toronto here. We've been talking about that rotation there. Talk about Chris Boucher, whether you need to hold on to him or not. And I'm just saying, no, like if, if Boucher was going to play, he'd be playing because the person he's playing over is precious Shua, Achua is playing and starting and logging starters minutes. Now what happens when everybody gets healthy? Question mark. Right. But I think there's a reason they're playing pressures of Chua right now. Well, yeah, I mean, he's the reason they made that trade, right? They wanted this 22-year-old kid who has shown a lot of potential in the past. Um, for fantasy, I guess my worry is no steals and no blocks. Yes. That so- makes me, once again, unable to keep him at the bottom of my bench because if I'm just looking at a guy who's, who gets 11 points and 10 rebounds – like one assist and that's it no threes that's not very good yeah like yeah i'll agree with you there that well here's another guy who's bubbling up and actually playing well right now that was sort of picked in some leagues and now there's some leagues that i was in he was actually still on the waiver wire with steven adams would you rather steven adams or precious achua i'm taking steven adams like i think every time because i mean he can get you the extra yeah, he can get you the extra block, the steal. Uh, occasionally, he'll get you some assists. Like I'm taking him uh, over pressure. Are Stephen Adams assists real or, or fluky? Probably a little fluky. I think so too. But like, they're not one or two. Like you know, can he can he keep like three on the three across the board the rest of the year? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, we see Valanciunas maybe do do some some of that stuff for them too, right? So like. Maybe they're just kind of playing him in that that little role. And what what Valanciunas averaged last year, like a little bit, right? Yeah, two point eight a game. Now two uh, two a game. He averaged two a game. Yeah, I think that's fine. And 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 I'm not really sure Adams has ever been in a role where he needed to pass the ball every every once in a while. But like, is three assists throughout the season on on the board? Yeah, probably. Is almost a block, almost a steal on the board? Yeah. And those things aren't really on the board for pressures to us. So. I'm uh, I'm definitely on Steven Adams. Uh, Tyler, I wanted to get actually one more guy here that I think I'm shocked still has it, still has the legs for it, and I wanted to see if he's got the legs for it for the rest of the season. It's your boy, Eric Bledsoe. Good question. The Clippers need Eric Bledsoe to be good. They certainly do, and they're the giving him the opportunity to play and be good. Yeah, the question is, can he be good? This Clippers team has a guy that that uh, that really interests me, and that's Terrence Mann. More than more, maybe more so even than Blitzo. Well, Mann looks um, good. Like he looks like a really uh, solid NBA player. So here's what I'll say about Blitzo: They need someone to do some playmaking. Blitzo in the past has been able to do that. So I would say Blitzo's probably a. Oh, is he a standard league player? That's the question. Uh, it's going to be close because he's probably going to get you five dimes a game. And just on that alone, he's going to 
trip his way into 12 points, five dimes. Yeah. Probably four rebounds. At least a steal. Well, that one steal a game. That I think that's pretty if he's playing 20, 30 minutes a game. And point eight in the the same. There's a steal. So so close to a steal, yeah. That's a steal, in my opinion. So yeah, he probably is a standardly guy, but like he's also playing better th- right now than he's going to play for the rest of the season, in my opinion. Yes, I agree. I completely agree with that. And that's kind of where I, I, I get real. If he kind of like, as he normally does, kind of falls off, whether it be to injury or whatever, um, they do have Reggie Jackson on this team. They do have I've Terrence, got this question Terrence Mann on this team, right? Over the last couple of days, so I'll ask it to you. Uh, you got one spot, then you got either one of those two Clipper guards, Reggie Jackson or Bledsoe. Rest and uh, the rest of the season. Yep, gotta hold it for whatever reason. I mean, guys have been asking me like, you know, I have a spot. Who would you pick up? And then they give me like a list on the waiver wire, and I'm like, and, and you go, this all those guys look terrible. Yeah. If I have to pick one of them up. Rest of season, I'd probably go Reggie Jackson. Yeah, me too. It's not even that. It's not even really a thought for me. I'm going Reggie Jackson. Yeah, I just feel like Reggie Jackson showed he can do a little bit more in the playoffs now. Reggie Jackson's never been a steal guy. She don't like that. But like, couldn't you see Reggie Jackson averaging like five assists, like fifteen points, yeah. like four rebounds, hitting some threes? He's just going to get a lot of shots, and I think they need a scorer, and so. Hell, how, how much can he score? I don't know, but maybe even as much as like 16, 17 points a game because they need it they well, have from somebody. Yeah, they're going to need somebody to do that. Reggie Jackson is the guy who's been doing it in the past. Like he's going to keep doing that and playing that role. Um, so, yeah, I think I go Reggie the rest of the season. Let's go out to who's left on the waiver wire. And we're going to, I'm just going to run through the. Uh, oh, I'm going to, I want to run a name past you. Okay, let's hear it. You ready for this? Let's this hear is it. another rookie. Do you want to guess? This rookie is owned. I'll tell you how owned he is before I make you guess. Okay. Let me hear about it. Do you want to own a man who is owned in 32% of leagues? Josh Goody? Nope. I'll read you a stat line, and then we'll see if you can A, guess, and then B, tell me if you want to own this cat. Okay? Okay. 13.3 points, 4.3 rebounds, two assists, one steal, 0.8 blocks, 1.8 three-pointers per game. That doesn't sound too bad. That doesn't sounds sound, a little interesting, eh? It doesn't sound good, but it doesn't sound bad. You want to guess where this player is currently ranked? Mm, with that stat, like 80? 114. So okay. A little lower than you thought. A little but lower than it's because he is shooting 50% from the free throw line, but only on one attempt Ooh. per game. So not oh, great. That's not good. Not so great. But again, is, just like who, good who across this? the board. Who is this? Now, this is a rookie. This is maybe I'm maybe more interested in him because he's a rookie. Of course. Because we know rookies don't normally start off that good. No. Nope. So this is Mr. Franz Wagner from the oh. Orlando Magic. Yes, old Franz, our good friend Franz Wagner. <laughs> um, now that I know who it is, I'm less interested because that team isn't healthy. Yeah, but don't they need a six nine guy that 
can do a little bit of stuff. Like when yeah, is Isaac going to John- come back? Jonathan Isaac. <laughs> yeah, but when? Well, yeah, that's a great question. And I'm getting a little like I didn't I, I, I avoided. Uh, all those players who have big fat question marks next David to David Aldridge from the now from the Athletic uh, Hall of Fame writer, right? Yeah, yes. And broadcaster literally said yesterday he's remaking progress in his rehab, but is still without a timetable for return. That's not good. Yeah. So if you're waiting for Jonathan Isaac going like, oh man, next week, no, <laughs> next month, maybe, maybe not. Right. So we're looking at guys, especially at this range. Like if you're, if the best guys on your waiver wire, are like in the 30% own range is on Yahoo, there's not a lot out there. So you're pretty much going for somebody more of like a short-term pickup than a long-term pickup. In my opinion, there's That's not fair. a lot of, there's not a lot of guys out there. Right. Would you pick up Franz? He's going to play for now. Yeah. I would pick him up now. Yeah. If I'm in a, if I'm in a, Kind of a larger league that requires me to look at that that far down the waiver wire. Yeah, absolutely. And he's a guy I'm streaming a little bit right now too, because I just feel like he's helping you here, he's helping you there, he's helping you a little bit of everywhere. Um, and we'll see how it goes, right? Like he's a rookie, he could start struggling pretty hard, he could get even better. Um, I will admit that I didn't have a great feel for him coming into the draft. Like he just had he does some limited playing time and so i didn't have a great feel for him i've been impressed with what i've seen so far such that i mean obviously the magic have gotten killed in some of those games but the numbers have been good he's looked a little better than i expected him to on the court um so yeah i'm interested i'm interested in that person all right well let's play let's play a little game because i think it's a little more interesting instead of just looking through reading through the waiver wire let's play a little game 60 percent owned or less in yahoo leagues you pick a guy i'll try to pick a better guy and we'll we'll have a we'll have a debate on see who wins and that will be the waiver wire pick of the week oh oh so i can pick anybody less than 60 percent. anybody oh, okay. less than 60 percent, and I, I i get to uh challenge that that pick as many times as i like or vice versa if i pick first you you pick so let's see the the winner the the, the person who goes first does have the advantage here this is uh, you know, it's it's like a, a reverse uh, Squid Games if people are watching that. Um, Tyler, do you want to go first, or should I go first this this week? I feel like you should go first. Although I don't, right. I you know what? There's not a lot of guys less than sixty percent owned that I'm feeling great about. I will I'll take that. There, I'll take the even weeks. You take the odd weeks, and I'm gonna go with Desmond Bain. Oh, Start. all right. Starting all right. for Memphis, playing thirty minutes a game. Getting plenty of scoring uh, chances, gets steals, gets his, uh, decent assists and, uh, and and rebounds for uh, a guy who's on the waiver wire and only rostered in fifty six percent of leagues. Tyler, I, I I think that's I'm surprised he's even on this list because he should me, be much higher than that. Me too. Is the scoring real at the level that it's at? Where does he end up as a scorer? That's my question about him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but like. He doesn't look – I don't feel like this is, like, like a huge outlier. Me neither. That's what's weird. But he's averaging 19 a game. Like, when I saw that, I'm like, really? He's averaging 19 a game? Because, like, in the flow of things, it doesn't seem like he's getting 19 a game. No, not at all. He is shooting about 48% uh, 
on 15 shots a game. So one, you know, is, is he going to take less shots per game? Um, is he, or is he just kind of come into his own? Yeah. So he's definitely interesting. He's, he's one of the best. So I will throw a guy who can hit more threes than he can. I think. Okay. I'll start this off with a guy who could potentially score more than he can. Mm, okay. But, but probably doesn't offer you much else other than maybe some rebounds. That's Mr. Joe Harris, 59% owned. He's okay. dropped in a lot of leagues because he's not shooting the ball well to start the season. No, he's only shooting 34%. We know Joe Harris is better than that. Also kind of surprised Joe Harris is available in that many leagues. Oh, 100% me too. I'm going to, I'm going to challenge my own guy. I still think Desmond Bain is the, um, the pick here. Uh, and you'll, you get to go as many times as you choose until you give up. But I want to, I just want to throw out a, a name out there. What about a healthy Nerlens Noel? Now, see, that's what I was going to, that was actually my next person. Cause I was going to say, well, does it count? Cause I don't know when he's going to be back. It does not count. Cause he's not healthy. Right. But I feel like I'd rather have Nerlens than Desmond. Bain. If you said, you know, both are healthy, both are going to play. He's questionable for Tuesday's game against the Sixers. We'll see if he plays. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like he's coming back soon, though. If you were to say you have to own one of these players for the rest of the season, I'd probably own Noel over Bain. Both were healthy and playing relative minutes. That's fair. Uh, Noel- I think you're just going to get more out of, uh, out of Noel in the counting stats, and that's a real game changer, I think, for if, a lot of people. If Noel comes back and you pick him up, don't freak out either because he – I think he's been hurt for a good bit here. So he's probably going to start off pretty slow ramping up. So that's uh, something else to watch. Um, I'll throw a name out there. That's not performing super well yet, but is always good on the waiver wire. That's TJ McConnell. Okay. What do you think about about TJ McConnell? Kind of a slow ish start. Um, Not getting as many assists as he had steals have not quite been there yet, but like that's a guy who's going to be good. I like TJ McConnell. I like to stream TJ McConnell. And if I'm in a, you know, a solid, like a full league and I need my assists, I probably sometimes roster TJ McConnell at the end of my bench just to keep those assists coming. I, I still feel like Bane is a rest. When you look, if you go rest of the year, I'm taking Bane. That's fair. That's fair. Um, the only other guys I'll really mention, we talked about Cam Reddish. Yeah, like he's, I think he's actually that of, might be the one I would consider Bain or Reddish. I'd kind of rank them about the same. I would go for Bain just because I feel like he's got a more consistent role. Like the Hawks are just a much deeper team, I feel like. So there's more competition for playing time. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like for Bain, I feel like Bain's pretty set. Like he's going to play minutes. Because who's going to play over him? No, yeah, nobody. Well, Dylan Brooks, I guess, maybe when he comes back, but he's out for a few weeks yet, right? I don't know. I don't know if that – well, maybe. Certainly well, I maybe. actually think Brooks is going to play over D'Anthony Melton. Yeah, because he has in the past. Right. Um, a couple other guys that are probably worth mentioning here. Uh, Patty Mills, just going to yeah. score. They, they, need okay. him. They, need, they need someone to score. He's going to hit threes. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have him over Gretish or Bain, but he's probably a guy you're definitely at least going to want to stream. That's um, Caruso, another good streamer, just like you mentioned, steals going to get a lot of stuff. Great steals, and that's probably about it. I mean, Terrence Ross is way down there, but we talked about him like he's going to be okay. I'll go for one see... more guy. Out go ahead, there. go ahead. Uh, a healthy, and this is a, once again against the rules. I get to break the rules since I got one first. 
a healthy Chumbo Okiki. Man, I don't know how that how the Magic are going to roll that. So I don't that's, either. It's a very very questionable. Just today, he's uh, Kamoch Jamal Mosley for the Magic said they don't have a firm timetable for Okiki's return from his bone bruise and his left hip and his right hip. I'm sorry. Hmm. He has not played during the preseason and has signed lined him for each of the first three regular season contests. So. Sounds like he's going to have a slow ramp up too. So, hmm. you know, we we talked about players that have caught our eye. Yeah, this is a non fantasy player that's caught my eye. Um, that's Davion Mitchell for the Kings. Yes, dude gets after it, man. And I, I think I talked. He's about a fun him. watch. I think I talked about him on our predictions, and you were making fun of me, saying he was never going to play enough yep. minutes. To... I, I still, and I still think that he's not going to play uh, enough minutes to be relevant. How many minutes per game is he averaging? I don't know. What is it? Eighteen. Twenty-nine point twenty-nine minutes and nineteen seconds. Is that true? I should probably go look at that. I have that not been true. watching the um, the the coveted Kings. I have not been taking a look. Yeah, Daniel Mitchell, twenty-nine minutes a game. I, I told you they got up, and I said this during the preseason, and you scoffed and you laughed at me and told me I was dumb. I said they got to defend somebody to win a game. Luke Walton's job's on the line. Davion Mitchell might Hmm. be their best defender. He might be their best perimeter defender right now. He'll get you the steal, but can he score enough to make him standardly relevant? Ten shots a game, though, man. We've seen rookies. Rookies a lot of times don't start out great. He's going to catch on, man. He's going to start hitting some of those shots. Get you a few more assists, a couple more rebounds. Is Tyrese Halliburton a buy low? He's only getting about eight points a game. Probably scares yeah. some people off. The assists are great. The rebounds are great. Steals are great. Yeah, Tyrese Halliburton buy low for sure. Yeah, definitely a buy low there. But Dude, Basketball Bain... Reference did not do him any favors with this picture on Basketball Reference oh, Tyrese Halliburton. He's doing a strange, very strange smile. Tyrese, call basketball reference, get a better picture. Come on. Like you're a professional now. Like it's uh that was like a rookie prank you forgot about. It's time to <laughs> it's time to get that uh fixed. Um, but shout out to Desmond Baines for being week two waiver wire pick of the week. Tyler, I think that's it. Where can people find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Tyler P. Watts. You can find me at Watch the Boxes if you like the show, rate, review us, or just go to twitch.tv slash watching the boxes where we will be actually watching the boxes on Wednesday nights after the, uh, mostly after the early games are over. That's probably when we'll be starting that, which is a very ambiguous time. But twitch.tv slash watching the boxes, give us a follow and you'll be alerted to when we go live. And you can hang out with us, you can chat with us, ask us questions that we'll be happy to answer um i think that's it tyler uh let's let's get the hell out of here let's uh, everybody enjoy the uh 82 and 0 season from the chicago bulls this year it's going to be really something to behold cheers and have a great one